I'm Kirsty Gillen. And I'm Laura Farlin. We are the AHSS Digital Learning Team. Welcome to our AHSS Digital Learning Coffee Break podcast series. Students can reach across other students and, and provide support and, and maybe sometimes a better place to do that um, because we have that lived experience of what it's like being a student, of dealing with all the digital tools, all the different platforms of, you know, submitting assignments digitally, whatever. So I, I kind of feel like that's another legacy that we've left behind is actually student groups like this can make a really positive contribution to the wider student community. This is a very special podcast episode, which features a few of the inaugural intake of the AHSS Student Digital Champions. They openly discuss some of the projects they have been working on for the benefit of fellow students, the impact that they have had, which led to them winning the teamwork category of the Digital Learning Awards, and their desires for future cohorts of digital champions to continue the legacy that they have channeled out over the past academic year. I'm Caitlin. I'm studying my master's in media and broadcast production at the minute, and I applied for the job as the description was kind of different to anything I'd really done before, and I really liked the idea of being able to help other students and also the creative aspect of the role, like creating content for social media and video content. Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. I am a second year law student, and I think what excited me most when applying for the role was the uh, chance and opportunity to really get involved within the university, whether that be with helping students or also getting to shape and kind of give my opinion on how we could improve different digital support, whether that be uh, helping students through drop-ins, which we'll be talking about later. My name is Guilherme Santos, and I am currently studying international business with Spanish, um, second year. And my main reason for um, applying for this role was because I felt like there was a need for students um, to help out with the university sort of um, community. And I seen that there was a need for it. And whenever this opportunity came up, I felt I needed to jump and help out. I'm Flavia. I've actually just finished my BA in Liberal Arts and Politics, graduating on Monday. Woohoo! Um, and um, like Caitlin, one of the reasons that I joined was because I really liked the range of sort of skills and tasks that were involved in the role. And it, it seemed like a really good opportunity to just try doing um, some different things. And I think that that's probably quite a common theme for most of the digital champions in the team. Talking a little bit more about the team, just for the benefit of our listeners who don't really know that much about the student digital champions or who haven't come across them. Um, how would you sort of describe our key responsibilities? So obviously I was in training and one of the key things that we were brought in to do was to sort of deliver some training sessions or materials for students around digital learning um, and sort of digital upskilling if students were interested in. Um, how have you guys in your role sort of supported that agenda of just supporting digital learning for, for students within AHSS? Well, I, I know as part of the content creation team, we've really supported students um, by listening to what they're struggling with and uh, creating video content for not necessarily them whenever they immediately come to us because content takes a wee while to make. But definitely, I think listening to the problems students have and creating uh, helpful and direct videos engaging and solving those problems is definitely a way that will help not just people struggling now, but people struggling in the future. With social media, it's been great to kind of use that to engage students and reach out to them because that's a way to make our content more accessible, putting like our video guides there, making like quick, short 
sort of visual guides for them. It's a great way to reach out and kind of make them aware that our service kind of exists and what we're there to do and how we're there to help them. So I think that's been really great in terms of helping students. We really were the the whole point of social media was to sort of put us on the map um, as to what we do, um, how we do, and to help out in the process. Um, also, one of the sort of one of the things within one of our responsibilities within the role was to also make content that was accessible for all the students across campus. You know that, and I think that was the first time I had come across really sort of the the topic of accessibility and how to use fonts, colors, you know, contrasting colors, um, making captions very clear and to the point and how all that can impact um, students and how accessibility is so important nowadays. So um, I think it was a great, a great experience and opportunity um, within and be able to sort of work with that, especially in an environment where social media and online presence is growing within every aspect of the world, really. Um, every department and sector, whether that be, you know, hospitality uh, or, you know, business, it all comes down to an online presence nowadays. Yeah, I think the accessibility side of things is something I've really taken away from this as well, because you can apply that to sort of any work that you're doing, especially if you're creating content. Um, It's also something I didn't really know about. And we actually had a workshop on it, which I found really helpful. And it kind of just emphasized for me how important it is that all content is accessible to everybody. Like everybody should be able to engage with, interact with and understand everything. So that's definitely something I've really taken away from this. Yeah, no, that training session was really, really actually quite interesting. And again, I was kind of aware of accessibility, but I didn't really have an in-depth understanding of how you go about making certain types of content accessible to all students. Um, But I think one of the really interesting things that Glamour also mentioned is the fact that, you know, digital skills are so essential, um, both academically, but also when you go out into the world of employment nowadays. But I kind of feel like that's largely down to the pandemic as well. Like the pandemic has definitely changed the way that technologies become embedded in so many different aspects of our lives. And I just wondered if, you know, the pandemic obviously brought about remote learning. Technology became much more crucial to, you know, us being able to continue our studies. And I just wondered how your experiences of distance learning and everything being remote during the pandemic, if if that impacted your approach to the role at all, and if so, how how it impacted your approach to the role? It was interesting, sort of, um, the pandemic brought a lot of different difficulties and challenges, I think, for everyone, both students and workers and families. I think everyone across the globe really suffered in some way, shape or form. But um, I think being students during the pandemic was um very incredibly difficult, um, especially um, for people in second year who were starting off university, going through going from um, school where you were getting taught in person every day and sort of everything was written mainly, um, never really using many comp- like much softwares or computers, to then um, going to university and everything being online, especially at the beginning. It was interesting and it definitely... The, the experience I had during the pandemic sort of um, was one of the reasons why I applied for this role because I felt like, you know, going from classes at the start of the year and people not knowing how to connect their microphones or cameras during Teams or um, even other platforms that we used for meeting for classes, 
it was interesting. It was sort of evident that a lot of people were still struggling with um, their digital skills. And I think that was a great, a very big reason um, for me applying for this role. And I felt that something needed to be done for it. Um, yeah, but I do, I do believe um, and agree with what you said about how um, there's there's a need for digital upskilling um, for employment um, nowadays, especially after the pandemic, everything's gone very online. Um, even in the workplace, within my degree, I've learned that um, a lot of companies now are actually taking on um, a hybrid approach um, to save money in various ways, including office space, etc. Um, so it, it's interesting to see how um, a situation where we were thrown into, um, whether we liked it or not, has actually ended up benefiting some people um, and how sort of something like this has enabled us to, and re- well, required us, should I say, um, to gain the, those digital skills that we need for the future. And I don't believe that we're really going to go back to the way it was for um, ever, really, if not a very long time, because I do think digital is sort of the future at the minute. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's actually really important that our role is students supporting students, because like you said, all those struggles of getting to grips with teams and, you know, sometimes needing to use Zoom and all these other struggles that we experienced during the pandemic that we kind of powered through ourselves and just, you know, tried to problem solve ourselves the best that we could. Us being students with that experience means that we've got a level of insight that means that when students are coming to us with certain problems, we're like, oh yeah, we've, we've been there. We totally know where you're coming from and mm-hmm. we know exactly what you need to do, which I think is really important. And I don't know, I don't think there's that many initiatives in the university where it's students supporting students. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think it just adds a certain level of empathy, I think, with students that are coming in with queries. I don't know if you guys have found that in your experiences. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it's like student to student, it definitely feels more personal personal and more relatable, I think, than like relying on university staff and kind of online services. Like there's just a level of like, yeah, you understand we've been through something similar. I think definitely during the pandemic, um, we've we've definitely had to learn how to interact and communicate online more. And I think that was definitely something I brought to the rule because obviously we were we were working in teams together a lot online because it was kind of, you know, go off, do your own thing while communicating. It wasn't, you know, together in a room kind of working. It was very um, separated. So I guess uh, coming from the pandemic, you kind of had some experience from uh, working online together because obviously I was in my second year. So my first year was completely online, similar to, to Gilhermy. So that approach of communicating, whether that be emailing or just using the Microsoft Teams chat, uh, definitely you had to bring these skills of building relationships and communicating on Teams, which was something I'd learned partially during the pandemic, but definitely got better at during my time in the role. Um, just from what you've said there, Matthew, about how you and Gilhermie both started, like you kind of had most of your university experience during the COVID pandemic. Um, I think it's really great that we all kind of have different experiences with mm. that to bring to students. Like, Because for me personally, I'd already finished my first year. I was about almost, I think it was like, I was in the final semester of my second year of my undergraduate whenever all of this happened. So it was definitely a big adjustment for me going from like in-person classes to online, which 
obviously it probably would have been an even bigger one. I can't even imagine going straight from school into like online learning in university when it's already such a big like transition, transition. period in your life. I say I think that's actually you've just touched on a really I think another really mm. important feature of us as student digital champions is that we are 12 students from across AHSS but we're from all sort of different degree pathways um yeah. we've got undergraduate and postgraduate students so chances mm. are that when a student's coming to us with a query we can relate to that in some level whether it's because we're on a similar academic path or just because we're at a similar level of study so I think that's a, another really good feature of our team as it is right now yeah for sure like the white like there's 12 of us somebody's gonna be able to connect to your issue in some way mm. absolutely but yeah, for me as well, another reason why I wanted to do this role was that my undergraduate course was film studies and production. So it was a really practical course. So kind of going online with that and not having any in-person classes or workshops, we had to do a lot of filming using equipment like cameras, sound recording. A lot of our assignments were practical based. So that was really tough. And I kind of wanted to like be able to support students doing a similar course that kind of required in-person teaching with the transition to digital learning and kind of sharing my experience of how you do that remotely. I just wondered how you guys felt that we'd impacted the wider university community. Um, looking back on those seven months, do, do you guys think we've made a positive impact and, and how do you think we've done that? I 100% think we have um, sort of made an impact because you know, if you help out one student, should it would it have been one student a year? You know, it's still an impact, and you're still helping someone who needs the help. And but you know, we've done a lot more than that. And from a social media point of view, um, all our posts, especially the posts that have gotten more views and likes, etc., um, you can you can see how people are appreciating. You know, the short guides that we do in social media, the videos, um, and it's interesting. And you know, through from the drop ins and um, our presence in like the wellbeing events, etc. Um, we're allowing students to recognise that help is accessible and that we're here to help if they need it. Um, you know, it might have not been hmm. it might have not been the case that you know we were there at the start of the year when first years, etc., might have needed the most help. But you know, going on from next year with the new student digital champions, you know, there that's going to be. Um, it's going to be there for them. Um, so I think next year will be very important for the SDC just to move on um, with the help and all. Um, but I think that was the main the main important thing for us to do this year was to sort of get the word out that we're here and that we can help um, through various sort of ways, you know, through email, um, email um, or should that be drop-ins or, you know, even social media because... Um, we didn't have anyone actually reach out, to, reach out to us on social media this year, but that's also another way that you can reach us is through, you know, direct message. Um, we may transition that to emails to send over material if needed, but it was very interesting. And um, I do think we have had a very big impact in the university community, not just across the student body, but also for lecturers and staff who have also used um, our help and service. Uh, I think we've definitely been like the experimental digital champions this year, <laughs> but I think that's, it's definitely been worth it for sort of what we've learned on this journey and how that's going to help the future digital champions have an even bigger impact than we've had. I think that's really exciting. I, I think building on that as well, a lot of the content we've created this year is going to be invaluable for next year's students, especially coming in, because I know content creation 
we've definitely been listening to what students had problems with this year and we've started trying to adapt and create content for that next year. So I think definitely for like students coming in next year that will be struggling with stuff. Uh, we're going to have left a very positive and helpful contribution for future students. Yeah, and I think as well, like another side effect of what we've kind of done is that we've proven that students can sort of act in a sort of professional role within the wider mm. student community and provide support to other students that, you know, it doesn't all need to sort of come top down in a university community that, you know, students can reach across other students and, and provide support and and maybe sometimes a better place to do that. Um, because like we were talking about earlier, we have that lived experience of what it's like being a student of dealing with all the digital tools, all the different platforms of, you know, submitting assignments digitally, whatever. So I I kind of feel like that's another legacy that we've left behind is actually student groups like this can make a really positive contribution to the wider student community. You guys have kind of mentioned different sort of projects and stuff that we've worked on. Um, But just to sort of give our listeners a flavor of, you know, what those have involved and what they actually were. Do you guys want to talk about sort of your favorite moments or key projects that you worked on that you really, really enjoyed? Um, I think potentially my favorite moment or a key project that I've worked on um, was definitely um, on the social media side was um, the giveaway that we'd done. Um, That was obviously a very big thing for us to do um, as as a team, um, not just social media, but as the SDC, um, it sort of engaged all aspects. Um, well, not all aspects, but every team. Um, we worked with the content creation training and the social media all together to be able to deliver this. And social media was more focused on the side of promoting it and getting it um, across as many students as we could. And um, we got over, I think if I remember correctly, over 300 entries into that. Um, on Instagram so it was was very interesting and you know it helped us gain um, a lot lot more followers which in future will help them as well and us to get words across the university and help our engagement um, with our purpose which is to you know support other students Um, but the giveaway and sort of thanks to Brittany as well um, for doing sort of taking the lead on that and um, creating the posts etc for us to send out um, it was definitely a very interesting um, experience and potentially my favorite experience um, um, throughout this whole journey. I know reflecting back on my favorite moment of or moment or project or task of the year, uh, one thing that definitely stands out was the drop-ins. Um, these these were, uh, they were organized by a different uh, student digital champion, Joel. He, he did a fantastic job organizing them, but uh, I, I got quite involved in them and I think I really enjoyed the human aspect of it. I know we've talked about how during the role we've uh, developed those online skills and how we've worked as a team online, but uh, the drop-ins just stand out as a way that we came face-to-face in person with students and were able to just listen and chat and really kind of immediately address or give them pointers or tips for how to solve any problems they might have. I know we had days in the library in the Junction Cafe and at, uh, we had one session at Elms BT9 and it was great just to be able to come face to face sometimes over a coffee and just discuss what students were really struggling with or how they could help. We even got to uh, speak to some professors or teachers during that time and they were able to tell us what maybe they thought the students were struggling with or even what they were struggling with themselves. So it was a fantastic way to just get different lenses and opinions on 
different problems that people were having. And I think that human approach just made communicating that a wee bit easier. So that was definitely something that stood out this year as a task or project that I really enjoyed being involved with. Um, For me, it probably would have been the focus group that we did, which was basically we sat down a, a group of students and talked to them about their experiences with digital learning, focusing in particular on the beginning of their studies at Queen's. So we kind of found out about the different levels of digital skills across the faculty that different students had, how some struggled with digital, some didn't, the transition period for them from school to university, and how different factors sort of impacted different students' level of digital skill, such as like even the subjects they studied in school, how many, like how much of their learning was online versus paper in school. And even like being an international student, a lot of people said that in their country like the culture was completely different it was all pen and paper so coming here was completely different going straight to online and then age as well like a lot of mature students I think really struggled with digital um, and I think that was really like special for me because I think it's shaped a lot of the work that we're doing now on creating resources for students starting their studies as it was kind of really emphasized in the, the focus groups and even in the drop-in sessions as well that the most digital support needs to be there from the start at the start of the semester in freshers week for students that's when it would be most beneficial it needs to be clearly signposted and really accessible for them and that's something we're really working towards with the creation of resources for the next academic year yeah um i'm kind of along a similar line to you caitlin one of my favorite sessions was a code design because it was just a session with a number of students kind of like the focus group that were from across um ahss and we just brought them together to get their feedback and their opinions on um, digital support that was currently in place, um, how much they knew about it, how much they'd accessed it, um, and what improvements they'd like to see. And that was, again, really useful in us just understanding where the need for support was and what form that support should take. And it's really, again, like the focus group, it has really influenced the resources that we've been working on for the past few months, um, which hopefully the new student digital champions can just come in and and take advantage of and hopefully they answer the feedback that we had during the sessions and it's it is what students are looking for um and I think generally one of the themes that I've gathered from all of your experiences is that it's just been really good to connect with other students and feel like we were really listening to what their concerns were and feeling like we were able to go away and really make a change based on that feedback that we were getting from them yeah definitely I think like tailoring our content and our services and our support to students has definitely been one of the best things we've done here I think one of the things that we've really done and you can tell that from us just listing out what our favorite moments are is we really engage with students and we've given them an opportunity to sort of speak to us directly and give us their direct feedback honest feedback because people were giving us their their brutally honest feedback at times (laughs) do you think that that's something that we need more of generally in the university community just those opportunities for students to really be able to you know get in a room and give their targeted feedback on things like digital learning oh yeah definitely definitely I mean the university is technically here to benefit students so things Mm. should be tailored to students so students definitely need to have their voices heard in order for things to be done you know and I think the focus groups that we did and the co-design I think those are just like great examples 
of that and that should definitely be something that's applied across the university not just in the student digital champion sort of sphere of things. So what do we think still needs to happen? So we've obviously done a fair bit I think and you've all alluded to that that we've essentially just worked on building a foundation for the next student digital champions. They're going to come on to um, we've got an established social media presence we've developed a wide range of resources that can be used for training etc but what do we think the key focus should be next year like where do you see this naturally going um i think in terms of material um i know the university has a lot of material and guides and um, resources um scattered across different platforms um i think what is vital at the minute and um, I'm aware that university is working on sort of developing and um, something more accessible, but we sort of, I think the goal and what the SDC are planning on working on is to sort of put all this material that university has out that are um, sort of vital and really important for first years, particularly or new starts, is to have it all sort of in one place. Um, so whether that be in the format of a website or a Canvas, you know, module, um, whatever that, um, whatever sort of route we go, we would decide to go down. I think it's important for the material to be there and um, to be accessible um, for all the students, um, particularly those um, starting new, because the transition period from you know school or college to university is a very big step, and you know you're going from an environment where um, you're sort of told how to do everything and you're sort of spoon fed um material and your day-to-day routine is sort of everything there um and then jumping to university where you sort of you know you're expected to do most things on your own it's very sort of daunting for a lot of people and trying to find all this material and um, guides and support is very difficult so i think making um i think what needs to be sort of a, a task and goal for not only the SDC, but the university is to make as many material and guides and um, everything really just more accessible and um, just reachable for students and easy easy to find. I think that's very important. I'd say building on that, one thing that could definitely be worked on for next year is just getting that word out, word out early to new students telling them, hey, we're here, we have in-person drop-ins, or if you need help from another student, we have these online emails support, or we can set up a meeting on Teams if you prefer that. It's just really getting the word out and saying we're here and we're uh, ready and uh, want to help you. So I think just letting students know about that at the start would be incredibly important for next year and uh, just solidifying and amplifying our um, presence. Yeah, I I agree with all that. I think you guys have pretty much covered it all. But yeah, I I do think next year is when the Digital Champion Initiative is really going to grow and continue to find its fate. I think it's going to be really great. Yeah, no, I agree with all of you guys. I think that it's obviously really important to reach out to students as early on in their academic career as possible because it just establishes the SDCs in their mind as a, a support network that they can use throughout their studies. Um, so I definitely agree that reaching out to students as early on as possible and making the most of things like the Freshers Fair um, to just reach out to students is, should be top priority. As we're kind of wrapping up and reaching the end of um, our little podcast episode, um, what are your plans for the near future, guys? Um, and share with us if there's one thing you take away from your time as a digital champion in the future, what would that be? I'm going into my third year of university, which is a year abroad. 
Um, so I'm currently in the process of applying for um, internships um, to work um, in Spain, particularly in Barcelona, which is the area I want to sort of settle down in for the year. Um, I've got my, I'm going to do study abroad for four months and a lot of a lot of that sort of the application process for that, um, I was able to throw in uh, my experience with um, the SDC and sort of online learning, etc. Um, sort of went into that as well. So I think it helped me sort of be able to, you know, sort of stand out um, for that because it is quite a challenge, um, quite a competitive um, university that I'm going to um, for study abroad and. Um, for the future as well, sort of after graduating, um, this whole experience and um, everything I'm able to take from the SDC with my skills in terms of um, sort of social media management and also, you know, um, transferring from area to area and being able to also, you know, host um, and attend the drop-in sessions and help with um, the in-person um, scenarios was very interesting and all this, everything we've sort of done over the past seven months is definitely going to help with future employment opportunities and um, just being able to, you know, put down this value, very valuable experience on my CV will help with future prospects. And um, it was just interesting as well to sort of learn and to um, engage with other, you know, entities across the university, um, such as, you know, the different um different sectors and different schools um, was very good um, social media experience. Um, yeah, I think the SEC has been very valuable for me and um, for any future prospect I really take on. Um, it's, you know, it's such a, a multi, multi-skill, should I say, um, role. And um, whether I stay in the business field or, you know, sort of, fluctuate over to social media or whatever it may be, those skills are all transferable. transferable. Um, So it's been a very interesting experience and I'm very grateful. Similar to Gil Hermie, I'm also going into my third year and I'll also be studying abroad. It's uh, an optional, it's optional though, and I'll be studying in America with Study USA, which fantastic opportunity. And if there's any first years listening that are going into second year, I highly recommend you look it up in the fall whenever you come back to uni uh, but with that I'm looking forward to being able to take what I've learned and maybe bring and contribute uh, contribute what I've learned to where I'm going next year and uh, especially getting to work and help students I've really enjoyed that and I'd love to be able to bring what I've learned elsewhere but beyond that definitely the skills I've learned will be invaluable with um my plans in the future, when even whenever I come back for my final year, you've got that uh, idea and uh, connection with the university of uh, where it's at with its digital skills. Uh, and then whenever you go into the workplace after university, I think what we've learned, well, it'll be digital team working will be incredibly useful for future employment and will be something that will look fantastic on your CV. I'm so jealous of you guys getting to do all the study abroad <laughs> stuff. That's if like I had an opportunity to, well, I did have the opportunity. I was just too scared, but I think if you're ever considering something like that, definitely do it. Cause it sounds so exciting. But for me, I'm actually finishing education. Like I'm finishing up my dissertation for my master's at the minute. It'll be done in September, graduating in December. So that's me. I'm piecing out of education forever. <laughs> really excited about that. <laughs> uh, but also super daunting because I'm starting to look at jobs, graduate jobs, internships, all that sort of stuff. 
which is it's exciting but yeah really really nerve-wracking so definitely having done this role over the past year or few months has been really beneficial for that not just in developing the professional skills like you guys talked about but also in terms of confidence I think I definitely feel more confident going into the work like a new workplace going into job interviews and knowing that I have this experience and all the sort of multifaceted skills that you talked about Guilherme I think that's really great and it's definitely built my confidence in working in a professional environment and I think, yeah, it's something that will definitely set me apart and it's something that I'll definitely hold with me in interviews and in employment. So, yeah, similar to you, Caitlin. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm moving up to Coleraine. I'm not sure that quite counts as something as exciting as a year abroad or anything like that. Um, but I'm starting my master's uh, in September in journalism. So I've got another year to go. Um, and I think just from this experience, I think it's really shown the value of kind of having a role that's really embedded into your university community and kind of allows you to really find out a little bit more about students in other areas and what their experiences and skills are. So I think I just found it really, really valuable to be able to connect with the students in that way and feel like I was making a difference to other students. So that's definitely something that I'll take away. And if there are other similar opportunities where I'm going, then I'll probably be taking them up because I really, really enjoyed doing that. And I think that's us guys it's been really great to chat to you all and to work with you all over the next several months and i wish you all the best of luck in your future adventures 